Have you ever been one of those people that applies to a police department or is thinking about applying to a police department and you've heard horror stories or maybe you've experienced these horror stories of not getting called back or maybe getting disqualified right off the bat? These are the three things you don't want to do when it comes to applying to a police officer position. Let's discuss. get you started, we have a free workshop of getting started as a police officer. It's down in the description below. Click on it, free link, my gift to you. Also, that's for people that are getting started in the law enforcement profession or getting started in their candidacy to apply to police officer position. Also, if you have a more specific question, go ahead and sign up for a free coaching call with myself or a member of the team where we can sit down, talk to you, discuss maybe one of these three things or maybe even something different that you might have questions about. Anyway, let's dive in. So three things you want to make sure that you don't do when it comes to applying to a police officer position. Number one, do not, do not put down a reference that is not going to leave a good review for you. That will get you shut down 100% of the time. And you may be thinking that that's difficult to do if you've had a bad experience with, with, a previous employer or, or a bad experience with someone that might be a neighbor. We have other videos covering that and how to choose a reference, but make sure that you're not putting those people down. If you have one supervisor that was your direct supervisor, but there was another supervisor above them that really liked you, put that person down. Another thing too is if you're going to put someone down and you have a supervisor that just you don't have anyone that would say anything good about you in a professional atmosphere. You know, your previous job, it was all contentious. Put down a member from HR, from your human resources department, because legally, a lot of these companies now or a lot of private companies or even public companies will not do anything that can hurt your chances with another job because they're afraid of a lawsuit of slander or libel. So if you put down the HR person, as your point of contact for your previous job or previous agency, most of the time, what they're going to give someone is, yes, they've worked here. They worked here from these and these dates, and that's all I'm allowed to disclose. Sorry about that, but this is the this is the issue that we had. The individual they won't even say if you were terminated, if you resigned, if you left notice. They won't give that. Most of the time, HR professionals just give the dates of when you worked there and that you were an employee for for that time period. So keep that in mind. Do not put down someone from a professional atmosphere that's going to leave a bad reference. Same thing with a past boyfriend or girlfriend. I mean, spouses, you have to put them down if, if you're divorced or whatnot. But for a ex, like a ex-fiance or an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend, do not put them down if they're just going to say negative things about you, which is a lot of the times when it comes to if you've had a bad breakup or if, you know, you just went your separate ways. A lot of times you may still have some residual animosity there. Do not put them down as a reference. Don't put them down as a personal reference. You might have to put them down if you lived with them as a former roommate. And if that if that's something you have to do, try to talk to that individual, make sure that they're not going to leave any type of contentious remarks about you when it comes to applying to your police job and when it comes to your background investigator, reaching out to them. 
But keep that in mind. Make sure you're putting on good references that are going to cover everything you need and leave good remarks for you. Okay, number two. Number two, you need to make sure that you have everything said and done beforehand. If you do not have everything written out and ready to go and you make mistakes on your application process, it's going to, one of two things is going to happen. They're going to ask you to correct those mistakes or they're just going to disqualify you and put you in the fail to complete proper documentation pile. And they're not even going to let you know. Most of the time when you're removed from the process, you do not even know. You don't know until after they've already hired someone and that person started. And they'll send you a letter saying, hey, unfortunately, we decided to go with another candidate. And by that point, the hiring process is closed. There's not even room for you guys to correct any issues. If you don't have everything laid out right from the beginning, you're setting yourself up for failure and it's going to come back and it's going to hurt you, especially with regards to your police questionnaire. You need to have all that set down, ready to go, and whether it's a Word document online or if it's handwritten, anything you have that you're going to use to submit, you need to put it down, review it, make sure it's correct the first time. If you start submitting things and they're not correct the first time, you may not get that call saying, hey, we'd like to move you forward to the next process. Or you may get that call from the background investigator saying, hey, this doesn't add up. Your dates that you say you worked here overlap with your dates that you worked here. Did you hold two jobs at one time? And if you did, how'd you do that? Because they both jobs say that you worked 40 hours a week and you were full time. And if things start not adding up, they're just going to dismiss you and they're going to put you in the dismiss pile. And then that's just going to look bad further down the road. And to kind of split this one, another aspect of number two is making sure you have everything situated and ready to go. It's do not change one application to the next application, especially if you're applying to local and state agencies. If you apply to a database or you apply to a local or state agency and you submit all your documentation, they're able to compare that with the other agency or department that you applied to. So if you said over here in one police questionnaire, I experimented with marijuana at the age of 17, let's say that one. And then you went over here to another application that says, I've never used marijuana or I've never used any drugs in my life. Or you just marked, have you ever used an illegal substance? And you mark no. And they look at these two different applications or police questionnaires, say, say you didn't get hired on the first agency and you go to the second agency and they they pull this agency and say, Hey, why didn't you why didn't you hire this individual? Oh, you know, we just had more qualified applicants. Oh, well, can you send us their police history questionnaire. Sure, no problem. It's already on the government dat database. You can just pull it from there. They pull it and they say, hey, you mark that you experimented with marijuana over here, but you said over here that you've never used an illegal substance. Why is this information conflicting? That's going to set you up for failure again, and you're going to be having to explain yourself. And maybe, maybe you're in Colorado, and maybe for this one, you marked it because when you did experiment with marijuana, it was illegal at the time. But then, you know, you realize, hey, you know what? Marijuana is not illegal. It's, you know, it's decriminalized or fully legal in Colorado. And you, you decided it's no longer a legal substance. So you're just going to mark no. It's still conflicting information. And that's a big flag when it comes to your hiring process and your background investigation specifically. 
where they might look at you and they may say this individual lacks candor and didn't tell the truth on separate police questionnaires. And then they might not even send you to the poly or they might focus on that question on the poly and focus on drugs and beat it up, beat it up so much that you almost get a false positive for lying. That's why it's best to be prepared. Number two, always be prepared before you start applying. Do not make mistakes ahead of time. If you make mistakes, you're going to have to go back through and backpedal. And that really will come down to, you know, possibly be the, being the reason you get disqualified. Okay, number three, and possibly the main reason why individuals get disqualified before even making it to the written exam or the physical exam or any of the next steps of the hiring process after you submit your application. And that is having some type of immediate legal issue or issue in your background. Some something that is, is close in proximity to the time you're applying. And what I mean by this is if you've had too many speeding tickets, if you've had, you know, some type of domestic violence incident, if you've had a restraining order filed against you, if you've had a DUI, if you've used an illegal substance, all these things in close proximity to the time you're applying will just immediately get you moved to the dismiss pile. That doesn't mean it's a bad thing and you, you can not apply. I mean, it's a bad thing if you get in trouble, don't get in trouble. But what I mean is that just means you have time to get yourself in the best physical shape and mental shape to get ready for the application process. So what do I mean by this? If you get a speeding ticket before you wind up applying, say you get a speeding ticket the month before you apply to a police department or while you're in the application process for a police department, it's not the end of the world. It, it might be a little speed bump and you'll have to explain it and you know, just, you'll have to use some, some creative articulation how to, hey, it was, it was an accident, it was unfortunate event and I apologized or it got dismissed or whatever the reason, doesn't matter. That's not going to hurt your chances. But if you've gotten a reckless driving ticket six months ago and you want to apply to a department right now, there's a good chance that you can probably go through the process, but you might not get hired or there might be a more qualified applicant that has all the same experience that you do, but doesn't have that on their record or maybe even has that on their record from five years ago they're going to be looked at as a higher salt or a higher quality candidate than you are. As I said, that's not the end of the world. What that means is if you've gotten a reckless driving ticket six months ago, I would look at it this way. You have the next six months to get physically fit, to start practicing your written exams, to really just score the highest on the initial application process and the initial hiring process that the agency or department's going to see. And that's going to make you stand out. If you're at the top candidate physically and mentally for their, for their hiring pool then or for their hiring candidacy, then they're going to look at something like that, like a reckless driving. The individual was able to articulate it. It was something simple as the individual ran a stop sign or ran a red light or drove past a, a school bus that was stopped. We'll use that one. Drove past a school bus that was stopped. They're going to look a little bit more favorably on you and say, you know what, the individual realized they made a mistake, they paid their fine or it was dismissed in court, no big deal. And they're our top candidate. We can move forward with the process with them. They did amazing on the physical fitness test and they scored in the 95 percentile on the civil service exam or written exam or whatever they had you go through. 
that's the type of things that you want to dive into. And those are the type of things that are really going to make that big difference when it comes to you being hired on as a police officer. So keep that in mind. Number one, do not put a bad reference down. All right. Number two, be prepared, have your application process and have all your information, sit down, ready to go, correct, and don't deviate between applications unless something changes. And number three, stay out of trouble. Don't get in any excessive trouble. Now's the time for you to make sure that you have everything going correctly. Stay away from speeding tickets. Don't use any illegal substances. Don't get in any trouble. Don't go out drinking, get a public intoxication or a DUI. Those are going to kill your chances and you're going to have to wait a few years to be able to apply. Remember, down below is those free gifts. The Getting Started Workshop is going to walk you through everything you need to know for the hiring process, getting you started on the right foot to make sure that you do what you need to do to avoid these three mistakes that we've discussed and much more. Also, if you have more specific questions, that free coaching call with me or another member of the team is also down below. We'd love to sit down, talk with you, discuss any of these three things or anything else that you think that you might need to have a one-on-one -on -one discussion with to determine whether or not, hey, do I need to circumvent this? Is this something that I need to even acknowledge? Is this something that I even need to disclose to your law enforcement? A lot of times you just gotta get out of your own way and we can help you do that in your free coaching call. As always, stay safe and we'll see you next time.